starting with reflecting, reflect on a recent block of time. Look for times where you were lured down the chemical scale, times when you were drifting away from your values, goals, commitments, identity, and purpose. Now let's establish first. Some of you can actually go a week and never drift away from your values. I would like to worship your feet if that's true. Some of you can go a whole week and not drift away from your goals. Maurice, I never drift away from my goals. I'm always focused on my goals and I always succeed in all of my goals commit, and commitments. I met an adorable eighth grade girl today and the purpose of our meeting was for her to share what's wrong with her parents today and uh, make sure I was clearly understanding what they needed to fix. And I was able to sneak into the conversation about 30 minutes into it. Is there any moment in time where you behaved against your values? And she's like, well, yeah, <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about today, Marie. So I'm like, okay, all right, just checking to see that even an eighth grade girl can behave against her values. So first of all, did anyone have an experience where they drifted away from their values, goals, commitments, identity, or purpose? Or am I the only one with a long list of stories on that today? Don't worry, I'm not gonna make all of you like spill the beans to everybody, but it would be nice if you could share with us your improved discernment as you looked for level ones, subtle feelings and thoughts that might go with or move you away from your identity and purpose. Strong feelings that were pushing you, suggestions, uh, irrational convincing arguments, or you just did it. Anyone feeling courageous enough to share? I'll go, go ahead. ahead. Um, I told you a little bit about uh, what I'm doing here in Linden uh, over oh, the yeah. last uh, a couple of months, and uh, it has intensified over the last two weeks. And I have questioned my judgment of how to organize, construct, and strategize a hostile takeover in a business situation. And I've, I've had to say things that I don't normally like to say um, that aren't really part of my nature. But I, so I struggle, uh, you know, go back and think about it in hindsight, you know, man, I, maybe I could have been nicer. Maybe I could have been more diplomatic and so forth. But I, it takes me back to the class in spiritual psychology when you taught that Nephi was taught somewhat in the language of his fathers, somewhat. And I think most of the time I get it wrong, but <laughs> but I, I'm relieved that I don't have to get it perfect, that I can uh, reassess and improve. But yeah, I don't know. I just, sometimes it's really hard to tell if you're doing it right or not. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, first of all, I want you all to enjoy Pete's insecurity around whether or not he's doing it right, because it's important that you know just because you can teach this stuff, and it's one of the things I teach all my apprentices, if you're going to be a good therapist, you will always be a hypocrite because you have to teach things that you can't do yet. You can't withhold true principles just because you can't do them yet. So we have to keep doing this right. Leanne, did you have something to share? Well, actually, I, I had two experiences that were kind of cool just because I recognized them. Many times, I'm nice. because I'm in a situation, I just, I know he's there. I, I just don't. No, um, I don't recognize it. But I found this thing I just want to share with you that's really cool. It was in the protocols that you had for something. And it just says, I am primed to be the voice for Satan himself. And that helps me think about, okay, where am I? What am I doing? But my two examples of things that I actually recognize, the first one, I was learning, I'm in the process to do a new skill. And, and when you're new at it, you don't always do it right. And as I was going through this process 
and I did something, I heard in my head, you're doing it wrong. And I am not, the thing that's not in my language is shut up. I don't say that, but I did say that after. Shut up. I'm not listening. The second one was another one of those frustrating moments that I had that, and all I did was say, escape, escape, escape. And I left. So those are my two examples of recognizing. Thank you. You not only recognized, you took a form of action that was a good start that you can now build on. Like you had words in your head that were intended to move you in the right direction. You did take some action. And so what you do now is you reflect on that and then you write a revised, improved version until you're satisfied with the quality of your responses, both in your head and on the outside with your body. So perfect start. Perfect. So you didn't only notice it. You also took action. Thank you. All right. Did anyone get to the point where they actually wrote something on a three by five card? This is the real test when I'm doing my work because we all like to do it in our heads and we don't do it on three by five cards because I'm more sophisticated than that. I don't need that. Did anyone have the, the humility to actually put it on a card? What? I did. I, I have a card here with me that I carry in my pocket and I have the same that card Beverly? in the pantry. <laughs> is it something you could share or is it too personal? No, I'm happy to share. I have um, honestly struggled a lot of my life with not eating well or overeating or just not eating as will make me feel best to be the best steward of my body. And so I, I, you, last week you helped me kind of recognize that notice, name it, find it, flip it principle. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. able to take that phrase that was being used. Anyway, after class, I, in my, in my zero calm state after class last oh. week, I wrote out just some thoughts that I would want to say to myself if Satan was going to be getting at me. And happy to report that I haven't been a hundred percent and I knew that would be the case. And at the same time, I saw some numbers on the scale that I haven't seen in several months. So that was exciting. Well done. Hey everyone. Well done. That's, everyone. That's my wife. <laughs> in, in case you didn't know, <laughs> go ahead and keep repeating. I thought you were going to say, Beverly, don't slap him. That would be your phrase for, for Pete. Like, I know you want to, and I know he deserves it, but don't slap him. Okay, that's not today's conversation. So (laughs) please, I beg all of you, like, what you're going to start to experience as we combine Beverly's example with Leanne's, one of the most amazing things that I have found for myself and others is the simple experience of saying hello to Satan when you can tell he's there. When when you can smell him, when you can, uh, I love this Shakespeare quote, something wicked this way comes. You can't quite put your finger on it yet what he's doing, but you can tell he's maneuvering. He's like, what is he doing here? And those who will just say hi what are you doing? And he tries to go, nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing. And then when you go, okay, hold on a second. I know what you're doing because I've already predicted. I know my Achilles heels. You know my Achilles heels. I already know where you like to target me. So, and then, and I love this when I get married couples to do this, where they can't remember what they are going to say in the moment. And they pull the three by five card out, like they're in a play in high school and they read the card to their spouse it is awesome because the one who's being read to is mostly confused. They're like, what are you doing? I'm reading this to you because I can't trust my natural words 
And they're like, I, then they're fascinated going, I wonder what your card says. Like, I wonder what you're going to say. And then you read it and you go, hey, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> you're like, I must have been really smart when I wrote this. Well, I was zeroed out when I wrote it. And you're going, this is a mighty fine script. I'm going to read it every time we're in this situation. And then if it uh, builds right, the spouse goes, well, I, I can do that too. Having two people reading off of three by five cards during an argument really ruins the argument. It's no longer an argument because both people are speaking from their value system. Try it. I invite you to try it. Give yourself a script of what to say in a difficult circumstance. That's what I'll be doing with this eighth grader girl. So if she gets it better than you guys do, because she wrote it down, 